You're listening to Brock and Salk. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. On Seattle Sports Station. All right, we're just waiting on Pete Carroll. Should be down momentarily. And uh, we'll talk to him about uh, what turned out to be a rough ending yesterday after a game that, gosh, all the way through, I kept thinking the Seahawks were going to win. I'm mean, watching the game going, all right, it's one of these. going to be a little back and forth. It's going to be kind of crazy. You know, the defense made a couple plays, but they turned it over a couple of times themselves. All right, it's going to be back and forth. But it, it, it felt, to me anyway, especially given the problems the Raiders have had in games like that, like it was one the Seahawks were going to find a way to win. Agreed. I, I, as I watched it, I thought the same thing. Okay, this is going to be a little bit of a shootout. And every game in the NFL is a little bit different. They're all mm-hmm. built a little bit differently. You can kind of get a sense and feel. It was highly entertaining. The Graz father tweeted that out, I think, in the third quarter. It was like, the most off. entertaining game they've played this year. Yeah, I mean, just offense galore, back and forth, explosive plays, tremendous playmaking. Uh, Josh Jacobs is phenomenal. He's he's reincarnated Alvin Kamara in the building. You just couldn't couldn't tackle him. He was effective running it. You know, to, to have over 300 yards of total offense as a running back in the league is just you're doing superhuman stuff. So he was tremendous, and yep. and the crowd was into it. The decibel levels were off the charts, and yeah, unfortunately, just couldn't finish. All right, well, the coach is here. Let's talk to Pete. The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 930 with Brock and Sog. Brought to you by Pizza Hut on Seattle Sports Station. Good morning, Coach. Hey. What happened yesterday? Oh, man. What a game, huh? Um, well, a lot of things happened. Uh, it was a really tight ball game. You know, as these guys have been playing these games all year long. We've been one one last week. And sure enough, we're in it and we got our chances to win the football game. We got to go get it. And we just didn't didn't seize the opportunity. Really at both sides. Defense came through in, in overtime, got the ball back for the offense and we don't make anything of it. And and, uh, and then, then, you know, the sudden sudden death feature shows up, you know. And uh, so, uh, it was, a, it was a tough ball game. I mean, there's games all over the league as you get into looking the highlights last night. There's games all over the place like this, and and uh, you got to win it at the end when you get your chance. And we didn't pull that off and get that done. Uh, there's a lot of great things that happened, a lot of great play that happened. They did some cool things. They did they did really nice. Jacob, you know, uh, he he needed to, or Josh needed to run like that, and he did. And uh, so they 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 get away. It's a, it's a really a tough loss, tough way to lose because we had our chance to win the football game and, and needed to do that regulation and, and also in, in overtime. You know, I was watching them yesterday thinking actually of, of the Colts team that I was on way back in the day where you had an outside presence like Marvin Harrison. They have Devontae. You have a running back and like, Ed, you know, Edron James and Josh Jacobs and a, and a QB that's a pretty confident guy and, and used to playing in some of those shootouts and close games and distributes the ball so well. <laughs> Defensively, Pete, how challenging when they've got such an elite weapon on the perimeter and a running back right now that's playing as well as anybody in the league. Yeah, well, it shows you they've been in every game, you know, and, and they that that's first class personnel right there. The receivers are great, the tailback is great, and the quarterback is excellent. He does a great job, and uh, so that, that's enough to, to to build your team around. And they were able to do it. You know, we didn't win the line of scrimmage on either side of the ball, and that was that was really devastating. And then it, it turns into another third down day where they're good and we're not. You look at their third downs; they had like eight of them that were third and five or less, you know, or something. And they we didn't get off the field when we needed to so uh but that that's that's the kind of formula and the kind of bouncing around about 40 times you know that's a, it's a dream come true well I, i'm sure 
it's frustrating to talk about it, but it's two games in a row where your rush defense struggled. I think it's 444 <clears throat> oh, yards over the course yeah. of two games. What is it? I mean, we saw issues at the beginning of the year. Are these the same issues that have re-popped up? Are they different issues? No, it's a totally different style of, of attack, and, and we, didn't, we didn't handle it. We tried to, you know, understanding what happened against Tampa, uh, we tried to come back with, with our stuff uh, to fix it, and we didn't get it done. So we, we're, still, we're still working at it. Uh, there's some things we have to clean up. Uh, it, it's, uh, schematically, we have to commit more. You know, possibly, and and uh, what sometimes. does that mean? Well, you just you, you get involved more in line of scrimmage with your D, with your DBs and stuff, and try the numbers up. Uh, a oh, you're committing more up to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, and some of that. Uh, the the fact that they had a, a world class receiver out there affected us some. I mentioned that to you last night. You know that we really did. I, I thought we made him pretty normal in the game, and he didn't have a big game, but he was good. Um, and that was that was a good part of it. But it it affected us in a number of ways because we were really trying to make sure that he wasn't the show and hoping we would be able to hold on to the running game, and we didn't get that done. Sometimes it's hard uh, for any football fan to figure out, like, what's going on. How, how, do, you, how do you evaluate this? I remember I had, a, I had a coach back in the day, Pete, that was screaming and yelling at the D-lineman, I'll put your grades up outside the walls! You know, and I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. That's, in, my, in my life experience, that's not the best way to motivate big men. Um, but how do you evaluate their <clears throat> defeating of blocks? How, do you, how does the casual fan that watches that say, okay, what do we need to do here to, to win on those blocks or to take on double teams? Or how do we evaluate that as a fan? Well, I, I think it's it's really hard for the fans. I, I understand that because because to to explain it is there's too much detail, too much depth that uh, it's, you know we don't go to. You know, we we stay much more on the on the top end of it. But we have to work together better in, in all phases, and that's the uh, the linebackers played very aggressive, uh, and they needed to get downhill against this attack, and they they did it. I thought Cody and and uh, Brooksy they 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 did play very. Uh, attack oriented like we wanted them to we didn't fit well uh, we missed a couple shots with the safeties and, and that's it all fit, works together the guys up front would like to see them penetrate more we got we got flattened out a little bit too much and, and all that but that's just all part of it um, we, we just we need to help them more as coaches and, and like I said last night I need to do better and uh, and we all need to do a little bit better you talk about committing guys uh, it seems like a good Time to ask about Ryan Neal, who came out of the game near the end. you have any more info? I have on no him updates on, on the elbow. I, I don't know anything more yet. How important, though, has he been for sort of stabilizing your defense here throughout this season? He has been important. He's, he's an important emotional aspect of the team. He's very aggressive in his style, which we love. Uh, and he's been productive, and so he is a, he is a big deal to us, and, and uh, I'm really thrilled that he's been able to to come that far. You know, he came we got him a couple years ago, and you know he wasn't all that, and he's become a really good player on our team and a guy that we count on. The, the NFL, for whatever reason, seems to really devalue that position. Right, safeties don't get paid at the top of the food chain, etc. And yet, I've always felt like most of the best defenses I can remember always had really really great safety play. What is it about that position? Why does the league not necessarily value it the same way? I think it's, it's supply and demand. There's a lot of guys that can play safety, and, and that's probably what it is. You know, the, the, 
the difference between guys. It isn't that great a difference between the very top guys and the other guys. This is a really good position, and a lot of guys can play the position. They don't have to be the elite speed guys. You know, they don't have to be the biggest guys. Guys with a lot of savvy can play. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of competition for those spots, and maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. You know, people are if they're not willing to pay them, then they're willing to take somebody else in place. So that's kind of supply and demand thought. On the flip side of it, Pete, uh, offensively, how would you characterize your afternoon? We didn't run the ball at all like we need to, um, and it's it's a couple weeks in a, in a row where we 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 don't have the balance that we need. Uh, we relied on on throwing the football. Gino did a really good job yesterday. You know, he, he was right up there with his uh, the classic game for him. You know, with his numbers and all of that. Uh, the 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 pick that happened was a was a mistake. We screwed up, and and uh, and you know he could have not thrown the ball, but he was anticipating the play to work out, and it didn't. You know, so that that was the one big play that. Uh, his other play was the you know on the exchange uh, with Ken you know that ball he's he's taking that ball you know and, and he's gonna keep it and, and it just got it just nicked off his hip and that's how we lost the ball it was just a shade of a difference between being a really good play and, and we, we give them the football as we're going in that's a big big situational problem change for us right there um, but really a fundamental issue that we could so easily fix you know and, and uh, that's we haven't seen that happen at all so um, I thought all in all I thought he did really well he threw the deep ball beautifully to Tyler when he had his chance and, and uh, stretched the field well uh, we needed to control our th- if we run the ball better we control the third and down third down distances better we had too many longs and uh, and then come through unfortunately on the in in the uh, in OT you know we get sacked in OT we, we're, we're chipping up on on uh, on 98 right there, you know. And we didn't get it done, and we got Tyler open, and unfortunately, they get the pressure on us. Um, Abe's counting on the chip, and we just didn't time it up right and, and missed it. Um, we had a great call, uh, you know. You, you can oh. see Homer coming open, and yeah. we just needed to do the protection properly. So execution issue there that affected Geno's play, you know. So I, I think he's doing great and uh, i love his demeanor uh post game he gets it he understands he's the guy and and uh, he's taking that that role very much in command what is it that makes a great two-minute quarterback uh you gotta find your way down the field you know whatever it, whatever it takes and it, it you, generally is you ought to execute them you know you ought to execute just throw and catch the ball better and and you, you're satisfied to t- make the right choices and, and not you know force the issue uh Gino seems to be really good there and then every now and then you gotta run you know you gotta take off and and uh he's done he did a marvelous job yesterday had two huge plays in, on the second and longs so we got in trouble and we come back and he scrambles and finds homer and then he scrambles to, to, to run for first down those were enormous plays in the game that kept us going and those were really on on him uh what do you think about the reviews the, the what the reviews the uh overturning dk's catch and then ultimately oh, there you go was there a was there a whistle did they blow the whistle to stop the fumble oh, I, I didn't man, hear a whistle fumble i don't know i don't know how they they so quickly set you know set the forward motion thing because i mean that that's just a tackle in a flow tackle balls out you know and and uh and that's our ball right there that's a great play by our guys to get the football out but they you know he was going backwards you know but shoot man he's still part of the tag he's not even down yet what if he spins off that thing and gets out you so, know I so what is the rule there if you're moving backwards can you not fumble if they they declare forward progress it means that even if there's not been a whistle they yeah, they, in their brain, they saw forward progress. Okay, the play stopped. They're supposed to blow the whistle then. You know, I didn't didn't hear that, but I don't know if that happened or not. But 
that's what they declared. So you, once they declare that, anything that happens after that, you can't challenge. And I challenged it without asking them. Uh, them. It, it didn't matter because they, you know, we pick it up anyway. But that's a tough call now. That's a really oh. tough call. It's a great play by our defense. We've been down there before at home. We've done it before right there, and here it comes again. And uh, unfortunately, that's, that's the way that thing turned out. The hey. other one, uh, DKI, uh, you know, when you get right down to the end of it, the last, all of a sudden, the the look that we didn't see as coaches, we didn't see it in the box, we didn't see it in, until the last thing that happened uh, on the telecast, you could see the balls move two inches or something like that. And, and uh, the, both the side judges, uh, uh, the line judge and the, and the back judge, the side judge on, on our side, both declared it totally a catch. If that had not been two, in, under two minutes, I, I think that wouldn't have happened. I think, you know, the, the, the two minute officials, they get, they, they overtake the situation and they call for the replay. Uh, they were so definitive that it was a catch that I, it never would have happened. So just, can you imagine? That's how sometimes a game gets you, you know, and, yeah. and uh, if it's a minute earlier, that, that play is our ball. You talked about Gino post game, and I loved his analogy of the the thumb versus the finger. That uh, I look at me, and the thumb is on me. I'm also curious about this this soundbite, um, and and your perspective or your thoughts on this. This was Gino talking about the world you're living in now. That it's different from the start of this season. Here was Gino post game talking about being hunted versus the hunter. Reality is, is that uh, you know we're going from the hunter to the hunted. You know, people want to play us, and you know as a young team. We've got to learn to, you know, be able to go out there and win those games. Um, that's our next step in the evolution as a really young team. You know, we got to understand the moment, capture the moments, and take advantage. Do you feel that difference now with your opponents? Where oh, you're... That, yeah, there's no, there's no doubt. I mean, you, know, you get enough hype during the during this portion of the year, and then other teams are looking at you differently. They were looking at us like we were, you know, not going to be able to be much of anything. I think just following the, uh, you know, the media's expectations and all that. But but we've turned that, you know. And so uh, I think it's a great insight by Gino again. I mean, he just continues to show you how he's he's capable and worthy of being being this guy in this situation at this time in his career. And uh, we're lucky to have him. What goes into the development of a running back? it's always sort of struck me as the position more than any other where your talent when you come into the league can kind of carry you right away. Right. But how do those guys develop? What sort of coaching goes into that position? Well, there, there's a lot, but you're right. First off, the, the guys instinctively, they got it. They can, you know, when you hand the ball off, it kind of looks the same, you know, from pop one run up. It's not, there's the holes, the spacing and all that kind of stuff. And those guys have, uh, you know, they, they can quickly adjust to the league. But there, there is a lot to learn, and uh, there's a lot to take advantage of. We, you don't miss opportunities. You know, we had a power called uh, that looked for a second looked a little cloudy, but it was beautifully blocked. And it can can started his feet on the look. You know, we don't we haven't run the play a lot, but uh, we hit it beautifully on the on the left side there. And he just didn't see. It. He run it again. We didn't get to the play again. He run it again. He might hit it better and, and uh, that's a downhill type of play and he you know that's that's an, an example of how you know i think with experience uh next time out next time around he'll hit that a little bit differently and take more advantage of it so there's a ton to learn situational play you know that's so crucial and when it's short yards when you got to dig it out and make your yards and 
he's made some spectacular plays for us already. The touchdowns were great plays and, and totally different too, you know. Uh, and so how does he know when it's going to happen, you know? And that's, that's the instincts of the guy. And, and uh, where the downhill attitude is really important so that you – you don't miss those chances, and so he's he's developing all of that. Pete, with his style, is he one that you just simply got to get twenty carries? That there may be a strikeout as he looks to bounce back and cut back with his explosion, uh, but there's also going to be home runs if you could just get him the volume of touches. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And my, most most running backs are that way. You know, the, the good guys they need to see it, and uh, the more they see it, the better they feel the line of scrimmage and the timing and the rhythm of it and all that. That's always been the case, and, and it certainly it would it applies to Ken. How about your rookies? You're you're you know now sort of entering into that territory where the college season is coming to an end. They're into uncharted waters in terms of how many games they've played, et cetera. How are those guys holding up? First off, they have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> they have no choice in the matter. They got to go. Um, I, I thought uh, Tariq played really well yesterday. You saw him; they stayed away from him. You know, but he, if if you look really carefully, he covered a number of routes really well, and uh, so I think it warranted. You know, the, the ball went the other way. Mike did a, a solid job on his side had some quick stuff thrown underneath him that he couldn't do much about had a comeback that he knocked down and uh, challenged a couple other things pretty well so he, he you know a fantastic catch on the sidelines and you know that that's going to happen but I, I think he he did pretty well out there um, but all in all I, I think the tackles uh, you know they're working it they're, they they held up pretty good you know and, and it looks like a missed you know get got run over here at the end of the game but that's that's not how that should have worked out you know we should have teamed that up better but um, those guys are handling I think they're they're hanging in there pretty good Ken, that, Ken's hanging in there good. I don't, I don't think we have any problems with these guys moving forward. That uh, that monster Abe went against, he's a heck of a player. He's a uh, really good player. Ten and a half sacks players. now. Their next best sacker has just one. I know numbers don't tell the whole stories with hurries and pressures, and Chandler can still play. But as far as a guy that plays the run and pass equally hard and equally dominant, I don't know if Abe will see a better player than Max Crosby. No, I agree with you. I think he's the best guy that we that we've seen, and I don't know that anybody you know both of the, those guys can play up to his level too. But uh, but he's that's a that's a major factor in the game now. He, they've got their guys. This, this team is the team that's so close to being good. I, I hope for Josh's sake, you know, that they can jump these last two weeks of really giving them a boost and, you know, maybe they can get rolling and, and turn their season around because uh, they, they look like they're capable of that. What, um, you know, we talked through the defense a little bit and some of the issues with the running game. What about the, the rushing the passer? I mean, it's two weeks, one sack. What's gone on on the edge and sort of, it seems like some of that pass rushes. Yeah, we were not effective yesterday like we wanted to be, and, and uh, we tried to use our situations and the tendencies and stuff like that, so we made sure that we could. Uh, they they blocked us up pretty pretty good. We did not get the, anything from the edge like we like, and uh, our games inside, we kind of got caught up. We didn't. They, they blocked us well. Um, we need more rush to factor in on, you know, you saw him standing back there some, and, and when you get after any quarterback, it makes it harder for them, and we, we did not make it difficult enough, uh, uh, you know, for Carr yesterday, he, and he did a really nice job in the game, so it's it's a big factor, we got to keep pushing it, and uh, hopefully we can pressure a little more effectively, we threw some stuff at them, but they picked their stuff up, uh, we, we need to do a little better there to, to help it. Where's Daryl Taylor at, because it, it felt like at the end of last year, he was really coming on, and was going to be maybe that 
next big pass rusher, and it seems like it hasn't materialized. Yeah, I know he's frustrated by it too. He, 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 you know, he has high expectations. I know he is, and and, uh, we're going to expect that he's going to be a factor in in coming off the edge and and more so. But it didn't happen yesterday, is like we like, and and, uh, they did a good. I mean, you know, all in all, they blocked him. You know, and and, uh, he wasn't able to get his his edge wins like we're counting on. Is that a play you guys have where he comes off the sidelines on an interception? What was that? No, that was. I think he thought that that uh, Q was down, you know, because he was on the ground, and he just, in his exuberance, just got on the field, man. And now he's as high spirited a guy as we have, but not there. Golly, I, I didn't realize that happened during the game. I saw it on, on, you know, when we looked at the film. I couldn't. I haven't seen that happen before. I thought that was a scheme. He thing. wasn't like, blocking. Okay. He was just I, jumping up and down. You know, somebody <laughs> said he's out there trying to block somebody. He wasn't doing that. He was jumping up and down right. and celebrating, and he just that was just a moment that you know. <laughs> I thought that's maybe one yeah. he pulled out. And maybe you know, try to if you're on the sideline right there, and you could yeah, sneak. I've, I've the thought field. many times about making that that play. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly, it's on when somebody's returning the ball to your sidelines. You know, you want to jump off and make the hit. You got a couple, uh, what, five weeks left to go here. Now, what what does the stretch run look like? Well, it's uh, it's this week. It's going down to L.A., and that's all it is. It's just this week. Um, there happens to be more games after that, but we ain't counting them. we got to get this week and get going. And, and you know, the thing that's so obvious in, around the league, look what happened. It happened to a number of teams. The, the Ravens run up against it. Tampa runs up against it. They're all fired up thinking their season's this turnaround. Here we go, and they run into OT and don't get it. Uh, when you play the team on that day, it's just as hard as it can get. Every once in a while, it's a smooth win and you get over the top of it. But basically, it's a dogfight till the end. It doesn't matter what their record is or who's playing or who's at quarterback or this or that. And that's just the mentality that you have to have. It's an incredible league in that regard that it's so equal and, and all. And here we go. We go down to L.A. we got to get one. Why do you think that is? I mean, you're right. I mean, you can see a 1-10 in 10 team come out and beat. And, and, and certainly play with a very good team on any given week. I mean, the any given Sunday comes from somewhere. Yeah, no, that's why the, is that? It, it, because the league is so equal, and the coaches are good, and the players are good, and uh, everybody's busting their tail to get it done, and everybody's smart and strong, and you know, physical. Everybody's got players, you know, and. Uh, and the, some of the teams that remain dominant, they they ride their players. You know, there's a few guys that, that are really at the, such a level of their game that they carry a team to consistently being above the others. But for the most part, it's a freaking dogfight because you're just you're. It's like you're trying to beat yourself every day because they're just as good as you are. And so you have to come through scheme wise. You got to come through performance wise, and you got to hope for good fortune. You hope that when you get the replay, it's not under two minutes. It's on the other end of it, and you know, hope for good. You know, you know, good things to happen. So it's very very challenging and our guys are learning what Gina was talking about and and uh he's he's right on it a uh, friday night usc pac 12 title game i get to be on the call in vegas how do you stop a tight end 16 receptions the utah tight end had last time out and usc's only loss you got any counsel for the best way to slow down well they went against a pretty good guy this last week uh you know the guy who's pretty good too you know so um sc's an exciting team to watch they 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 can really move it now lincoln and 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 caleb the the qb uh they're really something it's a it's a finely oiled machine you know that they they start up with and and so they're going to be hard to stop they're going to have to find their ways to stop them utah's a good football team so did you watch the apple cup or any of it i did get to see something what do you think of Penix? oh i think he's terrific i saw him earlier in the year Uh, i was there at the arizona game and and uh, just he's poised he's strong he's accurate 
Uh, he's got a good system. He's got receivers that can make the plays for him, too. It's it's really impressive. I think he's doing a great job. NFL arm? Oh, I don't think there's any doubt. Yeah, yeah he's going to be able to. He'll be best, challenging Best lefty to ever play there. Best lefty to ever play. Best, best lefty, lefty in ever. the history of the UW program. Uh, at least from what I've heard. I know Brunel was pretty good, but yeah. uh, I'm told he's the best lefty at UW. <laughs> thank Coach, you, Pete. Thank you. Uh, sorry right. about the loss. We'll look forward to talking to you next week. Got gotcha. you. See you guys. All right.